The Avenger's words sent a thrill of alarm through Wentworth's body. He had been conscious of the danger of that telltale gun beneath his arm, but he had thought it a minor risk. After all, how could anyone know that he still carried the murder gun? A tight wariness stiffened his muscles. Truly, the Avenger had planned well. It flashed through his mind that the hooded one had prepared for all of this, even to the death of Manley. None of his swift fears, his mounting tension, showed in Wentworth's face. There was a mild mockery upon his whimsical lips and in his tip-tilted eyebrows. He bowed, clicking his heels. "'Ah, the Avenger,' he murmured. "'But you flatter me, sir, comparing my work with that of the Spider.' Through the drumming of his blood that was the toxin of danger, Wentworth studied the man. He was attuned to peril, and even when death gibbered at him, his active brain reached ahead to the next move in the lethal chess that he played. He was seeking, even while he struggled for a way out of his dilemma, to find some characteristic to identify the Avenger. There was nothing except the man's size. The Avenger was fully six feet in height, though the breadth of his shoulders made him seem somewhat shorter. His voice was thick with a suspicion of accent, and he had the Russian trick of dropping articles before nouns. Commander Samuels might have acquired such a mannerism on his frequent expeditions to Russia. At the same time, either the deputy Marchant or the croupier Larue might assume such an accent. But this was no time for speculation. He must worm his way out of this ingenious trap. The Avenger did not kill but he might just as well loose the full contents of that ready automatic into his heart as turn him over to the police with the gun that could be identified both as his own and as the murder weapon. But there was no way out. The devil! Was the spider, for all his vaunted cleverness, to fall prey to this hooded avenger in their first encounter? He heard impatience in the avenger's voice. "'Come, come, Inspector Trowbridge,' the hooded man snapped. "'Handcuff, Wentworth. You can get gun later.' Wentworth slipped out his cigarette case with fingers that did not tremble despite his tension. He tucked a smoke between his lips, snapped flame to it. His motions were sure and unhurried. Thoughts and abortive plans of escape darted about in his brain like imprisoned birds, but they all seemed useless. It would not do merely to attack the Avenger and flee, even if he could escape the menace of that leveled Colt's forty-five that was twin to the murder gun beneath his arm. To flee would be to confirm the accusation the Avenger had made, and Richard Wentworth, Park Avenue clubman, would become a fugitive from the law, his effectiveness against crime and criminals perhaps fatally impaired. Should he struggle with the Avenger, and in the confusion toss the damning gun down the hall? He would still have a weapon, the lighter automatic beneath his right arm. No, that wouldn't do. Even if the murder gun were not found after he hurled it away, the empty holster under his left arm would accuse him. A sense of panic, strange to Wentworth, shook him inwardly. There was no way out, then. Surely, this brain, these perfectly trained muscles on which he had so often and securely depended, would not fail him now. A pulse throbbed in the thin knife-scar upon his right temple. His whole body was tense with the need for action. He fought down his despair, made his voice cool and politely mocking. "'What are you waiting for, Inspector?' he asked. "'Don't you hear the Avenger's orders?' Could he goad Trowbridge into open battle with the Avenger? It might help, though nothing short of Trowbridge's death could prevent a checkup of the gun. And Wentworth desired no officer's death, even if his own life hung in the balance. Inspector Trowbridge had been standing rigid with anger. Now his voice cracked in a curse. Put down that gun! he yelled at the Avenger. 
He thrust out his oversized head, leaned his angular body forward as he started across the floor. The Avenger's automatic swiveled toward him. Please do stand still, the Avenger barked. I do not want to shoot you. There was a flat menace in his voice that brought Trowbridge to a halt, his whole lanky body vibrant with anger. That's better, the Avenger said. Now put the cuffs on Wentworth. Wentworth realized that only seconds had passed since the Avenger had forced his way into the room, seconds that had dragged out hours long. Either Trowbridge or the Avenger would be forced to act soon, but he still could not see how either could assist him. That damnable murder gun seemed to burn beneath his arm like white-hot iron. Its twin stared at him with a black, death-greedy muzzle. The twin. The spider tilted his head back to cover a sudden gleam in his eyes. He wafted.